Can you put my iPod on shuffle and Jeremy Swift's iPod on shuffle? How are you, Jeremy? You right? I'm very good, thank you, yeah. Uh, onto your iPod? Uh, let's see, let's see. <laughs> that was a very short one. Oh, is it? Is it? Um, mm, it's not Ravel, is it? No, it's... Uh, it's Schumann. That's oh, Schumann. See, this, I, this I like this immediately, but I never... This is so short, I'm going to let it play onto the next one. Okay. <laughs> Mics on. Always get something wrong every week. As Queen, son and daughter, there. That is the kind of mix. The way that that went from the classical music into that was brilliant. That is the kind of thing that would make me. If that was on shuffle on my iPod, I think I would start a playlist Just off to the do back that. of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two songs go into well together. I'm going to do that <laughs> and make it look like I came up with that idea. Brilliant. Lovely. Lovely stuff. Marvellous randomness. Yeah, going to yeah. try and let, let songs flow into each other more. Now, we're now going to go to a, a listener's iPod now. Hello, Jack, you all right? I'm all right, how are you? Good, mate. I didn't forget your name, just yeah, so you know. Yeah, that's good going. Just so you know. <laughs> didn't forget your name. What are you up to? Well, uh, I'm uh, just sitting having coffee, actually. I got out of bed about half an hour ago. Yeah. it's a Saturday. That's what Saturday's for. Yep, it is, it is a Saturday. We, uh, we, uh, we pre-recorded this, everyone, just so you know. Uh, don't worry, Jack. It's a, I, don't, I don't think anyone's going to be at home going, well, that's it, I'm not listening to this now. I turn it off now. They did this yesterday, forget it. Uh, what kind of coffee you got, mate? Uh, well, it's Kenko Milicano, because unfortunately I'm not wealthy enough to afford a fancy coffee machine. Well, that sounded pretty... I mean, whatever you said sounded fancy for a second. That's how... I a Kenko what he watch was. <laughs> Kinko Milicano. Milicano. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's really tasty. You, you just did a film with Kinko Milicano. Milicunis. That would be her name when you were drunk, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Kenko Milicano <laughs> gone? <laughs> it's, it's, hey, hey, good acting today. <laughs> Kenko. Yeah, well, Kenko. What, what, what you got, milk and sugar? Yeah, just milk. Just I milk. Take sugar. No, neither do I, mate. I'm sweet enough. Are you the kind of person who says I'm sweet enough, or do you... Yeah, I'm actually sweet enough, so it's funny. <laughs> you are sweet enough, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's hard to resist it, I think. When, when people say, do you want sugar, you say no. It's very hard, I find, to say, to well, not I say. I find that, you know, if someone says no to sugar, you think, oh, yeah, respect to them. Yeah, do you? but then you instantly lose respect when we say sweet enough. That's the problem. <laughs> like I, I do it all the time. I go sweet enough, and they go, ah, they no one thinks I'm cool anymore. <laughs> I was the mysterious guy who didn't have sugar a minute ago, and now I'm saying sweet enough. Um, I, so I remember a phase when people used, if, you know, if you didn't take sugar, you were arty. <laughs> uh, you'd say, no, I'm not arty, which would mean you'd have sugar. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, let's bring that back. How about that, Jack? You're to start bringing that back. Say, only you'd have to say that you are an arty, though. Are, are you an arty, arty guy? No, not particularly. I'm uh, pretty rubbish when it comes to drawing and painting. So, what, what, but I your... do know how to put wallpaper up, so you could say I'm art, arty to an extent. Hey, art is whatever you, you choose to call it, isn't it? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, the art of wallpapering. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is your job, Jack? I am a secretary at a media company, which is rather fun. What a lot of fun. What's the media company? Uh, it's digital marketing and uh, digital print. So, great. great. I, uh, yeah, it's in, it's in London, but I'm actually back with my uh, parents in Stratford upon Avon for the weekend. Oh, lovely. Ooh. Always nice. And with the bard. Yeah, <laughs> the bard and, uh, and brilliant, brilliant cheap coffee. As, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what Stratford upon Avon's famous for. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Do, do you, as, yeah. As, a, as a secretary, do you have to make the teas and coffees for people sometimes? I do, yeah, I do. It's kind of a, I'm kind of like the office bitch, really. So, so you know, people say, go and make tea, go and make coffee, can you go and find so-and-so, can you go and get me this, and blah, blah. It's kind of, it's kind of what I do, but hopefully I won't be a secretary mm. for long. Is it, is, and do is, people request Kenko Milikanos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this must be a busman's holiday for you. <laughs> the minute drinking this cup of coffee, this is so, oh, God, I've got to make it. work. Yeah, yeah. 
Jack, we've got, got your iTunes here. We're going to put it on shuffle in a minute. Do you like a lot of different types of music? Are you a, a big fan of music or have yeah, it on the well, background? I've got, a, I've got a pretty eclectic music taste. It's very difficult for me to actually say, you know, I really like this genre. Mm. I like quite a lot of stuff. You know, you can go from listening to, like, Britney Spears to Marilyn Manson if you've got my iPod on. Oh, so, yeah. Um, well, I, I am quite a, a big fan of house music at the same time, which I know isn't okay. to everyone's taste, but I quite mm. just like, you know, chill out in the background and yeah. uh, just kind of just go on with it. Mm. I wouldn't music. be surprised, you know, if someone said to me that Britney Spears and Marilyn Manson were friends. <laughs> it wouldn't be that weird, would it? Oh, no, it wouldn't. After the hair-shaving-off incident and yeah. all that kind of thing, there's, there's some shared darkness there, probably. Yeah, you go, yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. But a favourite Britney song? There's only one correct answer to this. There's very few <laughs> bands and artists where there's one correct answer. Where Britney Spears has, has one song that is so much better than everything else. Well, it's difficult. I would say Toxic. Yeah, yes. he's done it. He's done it. He's nailed it. You don't have to, you don't have to keep talking, Jack. You just nailed it in one. You absolutely <laughs> got it. Well done, mate. I love that. What a song. Yeah. A brilliant song. Right, Jack, we're going to put your iTunes on shuffle now and see what the first song is it throws up, and then we'll have a little, a little chat to you about it afterwards. You ready? Yeah, ready. Coffee at the lips. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to go and make another one, actually. <laughs> oh, you can't get enough, this guy. Here we go. by Flume from Jack's iPod. Jack, I don't know who they are, mate. That's a great band, though. Great song, isn't it? Flume is, a, Flume is a great band name. Really good band name. Um, <laughs> and I did like that song. I liked it. What, what, have they been around for long? They've got many albums out? Well, to, truth be told, I only discovered them last week, really. I, <laughs> I heard that song played by Hugh Joseph uh, on his show right. with you. And I thought, actually, that's, uh, that's absolute tune. So I went away and uh, looked at the bands, and uh, they're actually they're pretty good. They're, um, I think they work quite closely with Disclosure as well. Disclosure? Who uh-huh. are, they, are they a similar type of band? Yeah, 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 Disclosure. I, they're, they're, they had a, a massively number one selling album. Right. Uh, you will recognise them either. Oh, OK. Stuff. White Noise. Right, okay. So, because that song just sounds kind of song. I imagine if you, that came on when you're walking off the tube, you'd feel like you know you're walking in slow motion. You're in a film and you look pretty cool, you know. Uh, yeah, something like that. You know, I, 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 I did listen to that on the tube a few days ago. In fact, probably yesterday when I was on my way to the station. I felt more. Did powerful. everything slow down? Yeah. Yeah, no, everything slowed down to the extent that I got myself trapped in the doors of the tube. Mm. I'll tell you what, mate, if you're on the Hammersmith and City line, everything will slow down. It's appalling at the minute. Absolutely <laughs> you know appalling. I've never been on the Hammersmith and City Oh, it's line. awful, isn't it? I live on it, mate. Oh, I live oh, on it. Dear, okay. I've, 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 I've recently moved, and I live on the Victoria line. Oh. Dream of dreams. Loved <laughs> it. I find the Victoria line quite scary, though. What, because yeah? it's so fast? Yeah, it comes, it comes when you're standing there. Say, like, cause I get on at Vauxhall most mornings, and yeah. you're standing on the platform, and the train comes in so fast that you just think, <laughs> if I put a foot wrong there, right, it would be over. It would yeah. be over before you know it. How does that happen? Is it, are they all sort of ex-Lamborghini drivers or, yeah. or something who drive on, you know, to do... Yeah, all the speed I, I did hear that, actually, that was the case. Okay, <laughs> so only Lamborghini drivers are allowed to... Driving the Victoria line. You're, you're a Vauxhall. I, I've just moved from Stockwell, mate. So oh, we, we, yes, we see, I, I, uh, I live out in Twickenham. Oh, okay. So yeah, you, you, you have to do that change. Uh, well, I, I am familiar with that journey. I used to. I did it for a year. I was on tour with someone who lived in Richmond, so I had to get that that same journey from. I, I lived in Brixton at the time. Mm. Changing at Vauxhall, doing all the... Well, he lived in St. Margaret's. You familiar with St. Margaret's? St. Margaret's. Great. It was a really great pub there, actually. Richmond and St. Margaret's is just such a lovely area. It's mm. such a nice part of the world. It is really nice. Well, you want to um, plug the pub in St. Margaret's? <laughs> St. Margaret's Tavern, if you're listening. Big up. Really enjoy the pub quiz on Sunday. I'll see you there tomorrow at 7.30. Oh, yeah. Pub quiz. Brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. You, you good at pub quiz? You got, you got a team? Yeah, there's, there's a kind of a set few of us who go most weeks, but we've never won. Like, usually we come yeah. last, but we have won the prize for the best team name once before. What was it? Come on, don't... Uh, uh, I know, um, uh, dirty, dirty Richard and the Bum Cheeks or something like that. Of <laughs> <laughs> course you won. Of course you won. What, what, what did you win for Dirty Richard and the Bum Cheeks? What, what, a really uh, shit bottle of rosé. Uh, well, 
And how does, because uh, I haven't done one of those for, uh, well, since, you know, time immemorial, and how does it, how do you stop cheat people cheating and go- uh, Googling under a table on their phone? Uh, you know, I, I don't know, because he, he walks around, like, it's, it's quite a small area where they right. do the pub quiz, and he's mm. constantly walking around, and they're all on, like, low tables. So, to be fair, I think you'd probably, he'd probably be able to, he'd probably know. But yeah. also, it's kind of, it's not really in the fun of it. You, you know, you, you don't really go there to win. Well, we don't. You know, mm. we go there because, you know, have a few beers, you know, and it's just a fun thing yeah. to do. So, uh, juicing isn't really on the cards for us. I went to one recently, and it was, yeah, the amount of trust in the room, and the amount, and the amount that you know it's not going to be fun if you cheat. So you're yeah, just, well, you know, that, that's not part of it. You know, the questions are, it's, it's, it's generally fun. Actually, it's, it's also quite hard and challenging. So, you know, part of the fun is in hoping you're going to win and then not getting pissed anyway. Hoping the right <laughs> questions come up. What, what is the best type of coffee to enjoy on a Saturday morning? <laughs> Kanko Milicano, of course. There you go, ten points. Right, let's move on to another song. Back to my iPod. So let's see what it does now. Eels. Ooh, I like eels. Eels on Fubar uh, with Friendly Ghost from the Soul Jacker album, which I I can't remember now, but may have been the album where he went to a spiritual retreat and wrote it there. But I'm not sure. Oh, I, I, nice. I read his I read his memoirs, which are brilliant, by the way. Uh, are they? Yeah, yeah, really good. It's called Things the Grandchildren Should Know, and like he's obviously he, everyone has died in his life. Oh <laughs> yeah, very tra- yeah. I really liked uh, ages ago in the nineties mm. when uh, I was going over to Susan's house. Yes. I, think. I bought that album, and I never. They're kind of like, oh, I really should check them out more. Yeah, and I haven't ever bought another album. I basically had that when I, I kind of like. I had like some of their songs, and then kind of went. I really like Eels. Why have I not got more? Yeah. So I, I just had one album, and that, so like I went on and bought basically the three albums he talks about the most in the book. In the book, so I got Souljacker, uh-huh. Jaces of the Galaxy, and one more. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called now. But didn't great. he fall out with the band a bit? Has there been a, some ruptures? Yeah, well, I, 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 not so much. I think he still gets on with, but like you know, it's just it's just more of a. The whole thing is his thing, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. They, they can maybe feel a little bit. Sometimes they they come and go. The other musicians. Right, they're not on all, all the on the blinking lights. This is a double album. They're not really on all the songs. They like they pop up every now and again, but okay. it's mainly oh, just it's him. Almost like session musicians. Yeah, so. yeah. But thank you so much for coming in today, Jeremy. It's oh, been it's great. Pleasure. I've, I've, I've very much enjoyed uh, the, the songs your iPods thrown up. Oh, and, thank um, you, Will. That's, um, <laughs> James Acaster on Fubar Radio. With me is uh, is Rob Deering. We're going to speak to Rob uh, in a little bit. Me and Rob are going to put our iPods on shuffle. Uh, actually, no, Rob, say hello. Hi. Hold on, hold on, Rob. No, say hello now. Hi. Rob's mic's on. Yeah. Right, switch it over now. James Acaster, that's me, iPod. <laughs> Press play and see what the next song is. Here we go. The Retro Spankies on Foobar Radio with The Terror of Bruges is what that song is called. They're my friends. Yeah, that's in, you know that's incredible. They, they're your friends. I can well believe that. It was incre- <laughs> It was so hip that that was virtually fictional. <laughs> yes. Terror of Bruges by the Retro Spankies. Yeah, you can't you can't make that up. Well, no, no. I mean they did, but like well that, exactly they did, but no one else could. No one else could have done. I remember them doing. See, that's a lot of memories. That that's, like, that's, that's years ago. It's like when's that from? Because that was good. That was that was a good record. About eight years ago. Maybe mm-hmm. they just released their second album, so it's taken them quite a long time. But it's it's really really amazing. It's called Mega Vengeance, their new album, and which is a great title. Yeah, it's yeah. really good, like really really good. And that's from an album called I Know You Are, but What Am I? Yeah, I remember. And then they're doing that in in Northampton pubs and stuff, little little back rooms in Northampton, playing all those songs. And then uh, when they did the album launch, it was the first one of our friends to who get a record deal and release an album. So that album launch was so exciting. It was at the Roadmender, which is shut now. Oh, yeah, is it shut? I've done the No, Roadmender. no, sorry, not the Roadmender. It's at the Soundhouse, which is shut now. I did a gig at the Roadmender, and I was talking about this the other day with a friend of mine I was, who was in a band, and uh, because the reason it came up, I was doing this, I was listening to something and didn't have control of what song was going on, hmm. a bit of Osric Tentacles came on. Yes. So I said, I'm on the DLR, yeah. listening to Osric Tentacles and eating hummus. 
<laughs> and uh, got into because true story. And uh, got into this conversation. Basically, I did a gig at the in Northampton at the Roadhouse Roadbender. Roadbender, Roadbender yeah. And Osric Tentacles were in the audience. Oh wow! And you know who I was on with that night? Russell Brand. What's he doing now? Washed up. Yeah, he's washed up. He's going to go playing, on TV. He's playing keyboard in the Osric Tentacles. Yeah, he got in. But yeah, Soundhouse not there anymore. Yeah. But that night, them doing that album. Again, album all the way through. One album all the way through. Beautiful. Our friends got signed. They were going to release an album. We were all very excited. And it was a fancy dress thing as well. Like you had to come in fancy dress. What was the was there a dress code? Just any I fancy dress? I think you had to come as something that is usually little. So a big version of something that's usually small, I think, was the, the theme for yeah. it. So, yeah, you had like, a massive phone or so a So at that party, you were really having it large. <laughs> yeah, we were, ah, oh, Rob Deere, and that's, why, that's why we got so, him on. I mean, you know, you can't, you know, you can't help it. That kind of thing is just going to come out, you know. It's just, I was I'm, bigging up myself. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah? yeah, yeah. It was you, yeah. massive. Had a go. You were, you were in the in the <laughs> Northampton massive. I was in the Northampton massive. <laughs> very good. Very good. What did you go as then? I can't remember what I went. At. I can't remember. Uh, I I have no idea. I've no. I, I think. I think. I think it was something like. Oh, it might have been a sandwich. I think I may have gone as a sandwich. They're normally small. They're normally quite small. I think it was a massive sandwich. But, but basically just, just doing the bread and doing myself as the filling. Are you a big dresser-upper? Because you played no. Beat This uh, as a clown. That was a very special moment in all our lives. Yes. Beat This is Rob Deering's fantastic live comedy music quiz show. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And I, I, I do it a lot. And once I had to go straight from a gig I did where I was dressed as a clown called The Circus and I had to run straight from that gig to Rob's gig and not wash the makeup off or anything. Yeah, and just and play Beat This w so as a clown for no particular reason, which yeah. is just wonderful. And it looks... By the time I got to you as well, I was sweating. It looked quite scary. It didn't look as fun as it had... As it would, Rob would uh, make horrible loops... Yeah, we made a loop. It was kind of a loop of this noise. But round and round, over and over again, which sounded much scarier. Than, and uh, and then, horrible. yeah, and that, and that was your thoughts, wasn't it? Because it kind of <laughs> built up to this hive, this horrible, like... <laughs> <laughs> and with me, I'd just stare at an audience member until he uh, had a breakdown. Yeah, actually. and I think, yeah, audience members there laughed a lot, but they're still having nightmares now. Yeah, they're still not OK with it. It's not... It wasn't all right But are you a big dresser-upper then, the sandwich, the clown? No, I, 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 don't, I don't enjoy dressing up. I used to live with some people who always had fancy dress parties and they were really good at putting the effort in and they, they were really great at it and I felt like I was such a I was wasn't good good enough at it like we, we had and they had so many fancy dress parties that the themes had got very obscure so when I first moved in the theme was the beautiful and the damned mm. and I was like what am I gonna go eventually I went as the kid in American Beauty who films the plastic bag so I it was quite good actually because he dressed like him is easy yeah. Because you just wear a beanie and a white T-shirt and some jeans. And then you get a camcorder and a plastic bag. And I just walk around the party throwing the plastic bag into a room and filming it. So then I was actually filming the party as well. So people were enjoying that. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Just filming everyone going, eh, lobbing a bag around. And then I go somewhere else and do it in a different room. Uh, so, yeah, I, I managed to pull it off. But, like, the guy who was in the flat before me or in the house before me, his name was John Leslie. But Not the. Yeah. <laughs> but he was really good at fancy dress. So all around the, the house... So for a while you couldn't work out who he was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are you... The? Uh, but there's all photos around the house, the four of them on different fancy dress parties I've had in the past, all looking brilliant. John Leslie front and centre, just really nailing it. I was like, oh, <laughs> but man. But not that John no, <laughs> But not that John Leslie. Let's, let's really... Yeah, that's a lot of pressure on you, isn't oh, it? To, I was, to I was very scared. Scene. I was very scared. But then John Leslie turned up at the Beautiful and the Damned as that damn spot is what he was. He, he, he wore a, a T-shirt with a red dot on it. He said, it's that damn spot from Macbeth. Yeah. Well, I and don't I like, like that because he's misquoting huh. it slightly. It's out. It's, it's out, out yeah. damn spot. So. Yeah. But then, you know... Uh, John Leslie's an idiot. If he, well, mate, if you know him, you would not say that. He, he's a <laughs> lovely man who works for cancer research and we all respect him Oh, great. <laughs> Bob Deering there. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Deering runs ma many marathons raising money for... Parkinson's UK. Yeah, that's, so my, yeah, that's my charity. There you go. Follow Rob on Twitter and sponsor him next time he's running a marathon. I'm running the marathon in April. I'm going to do a double Brilliant. run tomorrow. I'll be listening to this playlist. Ah. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, speaking of which, let's see what it throws up next. You ready? Yeah, just pre press play whenever you're ready, Rob. We'll see, uh, <laughs> see what happens. Rob Deering, by the way, is looking very nervous in the studio at the moment as he presses play. 
Shakily the Got anything? Also, what I should point out about Rob's iPod while we can is that we can't. There's no screen in it or anything, so we never know if it started playing or not. Yeah, it's played something good and something actually from the modern time. Oh, he's landed. He's landed on it. He's landed on it. And it's his feet. Rob Dearman's iPod throwing up a, a futuristic jogging classic. Well, who, who is it, Rob? That's Todd Terrier with uh, DeLorean, or Turgy, depending on how you want yeah. to pronounce that, with DeLorean Dynamite. DeLorean Dynamite. That's a good... That is a good title for a song, DeLorean Dynamite. Yeah, absolutely. I'm behind that. And you listen to this while you're jogging? Yeah, and I like to imagine that I'm going at over a 1,000 miles an hour. <laughs> In like some sort of Blade Runner universe. Yeah, when actually I'm just try- trying to get across at Dalston so I can go around Hackney Marshes again. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. This is yeah, this is very it's a cool. Great combination combination of excellent and dull, isn't it? That one. Well, I think we've all got those kind of songs on our iPods. Where like also those ones that are really long as well, like these kind of dance songs that are that's really really long. And I only really bother listening to them when I'm when. It, I am on my own, yep. listening to my iPod, and it comes up. And after about five minutes, I suddenly realise this is the best song ever. Yeah, this is, this is actually amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to stay in it for five minutes every time I listen to it, but then there's no way of playing that to a friend. No, it's <laughs> you can't sit there with them and go, seriously, just put the, app, put the minutes yeah, in with me. The next one. Yeah, yeah. Got, oh, it's finished. Except it's still got ages to go because it's got a really long, boring play out. So. Uh, we'll be all right. Well, you've faded it out, mate. Nicely done faded it out of I thought why not take it into my own hands excellent that excellent was good stuff. though wasn't it that was, that was a where's nice he, counterpoint where's he from he's uh, I think he's Swedish Swedish although his big hit was called Inspector Norse so maybe he's Norwegian or maybe that was just a joke about uh, Norse myth well Nor- mm. Norse doesn't mean Norway does it it's more kind of Vikings mm. and stuff I don't know been to Norway recently I uh, went to Oslo to do some gigs and it was excellent yeah Really good. I went running. I went running in, in Norway in the pouring rain yeah. past these huge post-industrial cataracts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, I was listening to Higher State of Consciousness by Josh Wink. Uh-huh. Actually listening to it. I'm not just shoehorning that in so I can do the thing you know I can do. And that's obviously a huge, yeah. pumping techno classic. And I tell you, I was running faster than the speed of light. Yes. Can you do uh, my favourite thing, please? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that, but Rob is doing that live with his mouth. It's brilliant. Ah, yeah. I wish I'd played that. Ah, it's great. When did you learn you could do that? When the song was out. But it was a long time before it went into my set. It's how, how do you are you like slightly opening your mouth when you're doing that? Yeah, you got your. Uh, you got to do that anyway and get it really slow. Get it quite slow. It can't go. Can't hook up like that. I can't control the speed. Slow of that. and steady. <laughs> like that. I can't, I'm just going lower, aren't I? I'm not going slower. Yeah, exactly. I just keep on changing the, the pitch of it. And then you just got to talk behind it. You know, so I can say. It did say hello, power you a little bit, and, but you know, I still do what I mean. You're still, I understood it. Yeah, I can't. I don't see how you're doing that. I mean, I don't. Did you do gun or tractor noises when you were younger? Gun. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but I'm thinking more repeating weapons. Oh, I, I, I swear to do. Let's do that again. That's, that's, that's really that's, fast. All that's time. Robocop's gun. You know, in Robocop, they're all yeah. doing fire, target practice, and they're kind of going. Yeah, and he's on the end, and his fantastic future gun is going. Oh, that's good. That's a good. That's one. a good one, isn't it? You've got more rubbery lips, aren't is they? They're lovely, is? aren't they? Oh, I miss them. Very good. It's a fine line, isn't it? You can tell. Yeah, you can tell that's mine. Me trying to do it. That was good. I that was it. all right. Yeah, that yeah. one. But then I sniggered afterwards, which Robocop never did. Yeah, but then you could have done the little waggly thing and put it back in your thigh, but um, yeah. it's not good radio. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I, I don't think at this point I'm, a, I'm in any position to say what is and isn't good radio. I'm, I'm messing up the controls and just going <laughs> for ages. <laughs> but After our earlier demonstration of what your thoughts were when you were a clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's basically uh, what my whole life is. Right, moving on to, to my iPod. Let's see, I have been, so far, very happy <laughs> with what it has you, thrown you're up. You're determined to put the kibosh on this, though. By saying that, this next <laughs> one's going to be disastrous. Yeah, it, it could be. But let's see what it is. Who knows? Um, pretty cool. Karen O. Whoa! Whoa! Holy shit! That is Karen O of Native Korean Rock. But get this, right? That that song is two minutes and a half long, but it ends one minute 18 in unexpectedly. So I'm there looking at my iPod thinking I've got loads of time. Maybe that was a break and there was more to come and you spot it. Well, I'll I'll press play again now and we'll see if anything happens. I mean, I'm guessing that's the last song on the album or something like that. So there might even be a secret track. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be a secret track soon. I'm watching it count down. Yeah, no secret Qu- tracks. That's uh, oh, we should do secret tracks. <laughs> hidden tracks are... Nah, it's not... What's a good hidden track that you can think of? I don't know if there I is. I know the last chord on uh, Pulp's This Is Hardcore yeah. just goes on for about ten minutes. Really? I just hold the last chord of that song. It's about revolution or something. And the, So yeah. you listen to the album, you're not really listening to it. And then after a while you think, what's happening in the other room? Because Pulp were playing the last chord of their album for ten minutes. Is that... Ben Folds, is there a Ben Folds one when the, the hidden track is just someone saying Ben Folds is a fucking asshole? <laughs> James Acaster on Fubar Radio. So my guest is Joel Domit. Joel, let's see if you've got some umpire music on your iPod. Oh. Because, uh, you know. Right, so it's okay, let's go back. I'm going to go back and go shuffle originally again. Let's see. Oh, so so you, technic- you're going te- you're gonna reset it every time? Yeah. Technically, yeah, Jesse James could come up again. Okay, fair enough. You don't just want to. No, fair enough. Do you know what? It's your, it's your iPhone. You do as you please. Okay. You re- reset it again. It's still. It's quite, you it's still don't know what's coming up. It's fine. It's re- really fun show, James. Cheers, <laughs> mate. It's fun. It's oh, really fun show. Very fun to have you on it, mate. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> You're a good boy. <laughs> I've realised I left my denim jacket at my friend's house as well. well. Really annoying because that's what I'm enjoying wearing on stage at the moment. Really? Might have to wear this flowery jumper. Yeah, you might, you might have to, but you know, really you'll be all right, mate. Really annoying. You'll be all right. Here we go. Okay, Let's see what's next. Oh, it's quite heavy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's let live there on Fubar from Joel Dobbit's iPhone. Joel, did he shout great big dicks at one point? That when he shouted, <laughs> I think he did. Show great big, great big dicks, you dick. You, you dick! Just, uh, you know, sometimes you just get so angry, you just, you can't find the right sort of expletive. Yeah, definitely. You just go, oh, you, you dick! I've never really seen you get angry, though. Yeah? No, I maybe I have. I do sometimes. I got angry the other day, and I tried to put a button on a, I tried to replace a button on a jacket, you know? For the first time I've ever tried to do it. And yeah. so I got this. Hold on a second, hold on a second. Before you tell this story, Eve Blake's with us. Yeah. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> let's say hello now so that you because I, I feel like you might have opinions on this story and we shouldn't really let Joel just run off on it and you be there going, well, no one knows I'm in the room yet. Yeah. <laughs> I might, you know, just pretending to not be here. And yeah. Then, yeah. Here I am. Our second guest for the show. Also, Eve came in and immediately said, Joel, you got Lady and Track Pants on, which we've been trying to figure out what the right name for them is. And you track Pants said, is great. And and me- track immediately pants. you said the right, the right name for them. Absolutely. Ladies and you track pants. I've been saying tracksuit trousers and they're totally not tracksuit trousers. <laughs> yeah. Track, track pants. If it's not, <laughs> makes not it sound great. Call them tracksuit trousers at all. <laughs> but I want to hear about this button. So you were trying to put a button on a jacket. I so I've never I just I don't think I've sewn ever. No. I don't think I have. That's and I got the needle. Yeah. I think everyone has a sewing kit, but, n- but no I've never used it. <laughs> yeah. So I had a needle. Bit of observational comedy there. Got <laughs> <laughs> into a got into a routine. We've all got these sewing kits. What are they for? Nobody uses them. Nobody uses them. Am I right? And then the people in the front row go, "That's so true." Yeah. And I was so annoyed. Yeah. Because first of all, it annoyed me that sewing needles are just bad. Yeah. Like, they they haven't been updated since, like, the beginning of time. And <laughs> original design. It's yeah. Big, exactly. I'm mean, happy they have been... They have been updated a little bit. Well, they're, they're not wood anymore. Yeah. 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 Okay. But now... But what annoyed me 
First of all, I dropped it. Yeah. And then I couldn't find the needle. Rookie error. Because it's it's a mirrored. It's like mirrored. You know, it's like reflective. It's metal. So whatever you wherever you drop it, it's going to look the same as the thing you drop it on. That's shit. What do you mean? It should be a color. I hear what you're saying. It's like it's going to be like a chameleon. It's just going to blend into whatever. Yeah. So you you know you'd be like, (laughs) oh oh no, I dropped my needle in a haystack. It's okay. It's blue. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd argue that needles are silver, but I think that your point is stellar, and just I think you should go yeah. forth with it. Yeah, it's true. It's, silver is also it's like, but it's shiny silver. It's shiny silver. Where does where does shiny mirror shiny silver stop and mirror begin? I'm just gonna throw that out there, guys. That's quite that's quite good. That's quite a good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, Joel. So I dropped it, and then <laughs> after I dropped it, I. Where I found it eventually, yeah. and then went with the task of trying to put the thread through the eye of the needle, which is that hole is too small. Yeah, okay. And uh, the, I couldn't yeah. get it through the hole. I was trying for about, I'm going to say, 15 mins. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did all of the things, I licked it. Yeah. Lick the thread. Yeah. Lick the thread, yeah. Not That's the needle. It. That's a rookie error. <laughs> you don't don't lick the hole. No. That is, a lot of people make that mistake early on. Yeah. I like how you said that, and then you did a little look to Amanda to see if you were in trouble for saying it. <laughs> as soon as you said, lick the hole, you looked over like a little naughty boy. It's like, our producer, oh, am, I, am I in trouble now? <laughs> I, said that. I knew I was being naughty. I knew what I was saying. <laughs> and then I just gave up and then bought a new jacket. You, you bought a whole new jacket because yeah, you couldn't get the thread in the hole with the needle. Yeah. It, and I'm also thinking, if I do get that, you know the button on i don't think it's going to be sort of substantial enough to be able to hold sort of my needs for a button joel if you don't mind me asking ballpark how much was this new jacket i mean it was quite i I actually wanted a new jacket anyway okay fair call because my my question was going to be i mean do you not think that you could have bribed someone to perhaps sew that button on for less than the price of the new jacket could have even just have paid them just to to make it a bribe well, I'd bribe if, they've, yeah, if they're meant to be doing other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I could have just paid someone to do it. Or, you know, we could just take it into some sort of tailor-based shop. Could have a tailor. You know. But I think it's a shame you gave up on it. I, I really... Je- I tried I th- I think you could have so done it. hard. I mean, I've never sewed a button on before. Have you sewed a button on before? <laughs> I just head straight for the glue. I'm hopeless. Glue, I can, like, glue the button Mate, on. this whole story has just cut straight to my heart. Because <laughs> the thread and the mirror needle, it's... I mean, where does one begin? Yeah, and if it were to cut straight to your heart, you know what? I couldn't sew you back up, mate. Hey! You couldn't, you comedy, comedy, comedy! <laughs> you deserve that, John. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, because like, I, like, I like having your influence here in the studio. James would have just <laughs> sat there and stared at me, whereas you really called me out on it, and I'm very much enjoying this <laughs> dynamic in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're doing great together. Being bullied in two different ways is nicer. <laughs> is that what you're saying? It's <laughs> nicer to have a variety. I've got some really good jokes I can do in the German accent, if you want. Well, I mean, you've got the appropriate attire. Yes. Who's stopping you? Absolutely. Yeah. Can we do one more, James? Do another one, mate, because yeah, I, I definitely don't want you to stop doing the character. What's the character called, by the way? I called him... <laughs> I called him Hans. Yeah. And Feet. Hey. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedy, comedy. <laughs> what, um... Hans and Feet. Great. <laughs> This is, this is at his friend's wedding, by the way, Eve, that he was you know, perfectly happy to ruin uh, that day. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I mean, I don't... What better crowd could was, you ask for? It was so fun, right? <laughs> and I was, like, the MC of this, like, sort of band, this umpa band, and, like, I was just being, like, in between songs, I was like, everybody dance, we're having so much fun! And, yeah. like, singing along to it and getting everyone to sing. And everyone yeah. was properly into it. Yeah. They lo- like, it was great. Sure. I'm, I'm not being egotistical about James. But yeah. after the Empire Band finished, yes. I was a bloody legend at that wedding. Everyone loved you. Everyone, everyone loved Hans. They loved Hans and Feet. <laughs> what did Hans and Feet get up to? I just was just like... <laughs> you slept on the sofa bed. I slept on the sofa bed and pissed myself. <laughs> yeah, pissed That's true. That's true. That's what Hans and Feet did. 
Right. The true story there. Truly demonstrative of the excellent night that you had. Yes. Yeah. I, th I think it's considered not a good night unless I'm, I'm soaked in, in urine and uh, not sleeping comfortably. I mean, that's what I've always said. So it's uh, just it's, nice to be someone who speaks the truth. That's why, that's why we got you both on the show together. Before you both <laughs> relate to wanting to sleep in your own urine. <laughs> not often to meet people like that. I mean, that's um, what the email said. So uh, yeah, I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad we've covered that now. And we yeah. can just get it out of the way. We can move on. Eve's brought her iPod on today as well. Yeah, our iPhone with, uh, with songs on it. Mm -hmm. So so far, Joel has had that metal song that was playing when you walked in. Do you are you confident that you can outshine him with your? I don't know. I mean, I don't believe in disclaiming, but it's probably worth explaining yeah. that on my on my iPod I, I only really have a handful of songs and they're most of them are kind of like get revved songs for when I've got to like work or I've got to focus yeah. and then I've just got to play like some Pirates of the Caribbean or something so, so what, what, what would that be for if you were playing Pirates of the Caribbean what you're about <sighs> to do what you're about to get ready to do are we allowed to swear on this by the way yeah, yeah 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 that's yeah. for getting shit done that's for cleaning yeah. the house yeah anything with bleach mm. or emails commandeering admin. a, a, a close yeah. ship Yep, also, because that comes up quite a bit for me, so it's convenient to have the appropriate soundtrack. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Pretty, I mean, uh, Joel's got his still plugged in at the minute. It's okay, Joel. It's my oh, fault. my God, Joel. I need to stop it. Oh, is it still playing? Oh, my God. What's, what, what song has it got on to it's now, Joel? 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> yeah. Bullet, bullet Dodged. There we go. Bullet <laughs> Dodged. <laughs> the last one that played was... Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my In God. this boy. Well, it played a lot of Let Live. Did it? Yeah. Played Let Live for... See, we haven't had... We don't... Occasionally, we get the same band twice mm. pop up, yeah. which is What's fine. It, it, well, it proves that we're doing a shuffle for one. Yeah, for any yeah. skeptics out there, <laughs> you know, any, anyone who thinks that we're uh, we're choosing these songs, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, we're not. Imagine so, if we were that good at uh, good at actors. Yeah, if we were that good. Oh, I can't believe this song's come up. It's so embarrassing. You know who could only pull that off? Casey Affleck. I thought you were going to say Hands and Feet. But <laughs> <laughs> not Ben? Casey? Ka Casey. Are we talking about how Casey is my favourite actor? Casey and the Affleck. Because he is utterly watchable. I've just got to do some Googling. Uh, do you not know Casey Affleck's work? Not enough. No, tell, oh. me, tell me of his canon. Oh, you'll have seen him in the background of a lot of things not saying anything. That's how, that's how good Casey Affleck is. Uh, this might, might remind you. Will you shut the fuck up? I know what you wanted. I was there. Name the film. The Casey Affleck show movie <laughs> it's story. It's quite, you know, it's not it's not a film, but I'd very much like to see it. <laughs> I'd like to see I it. Know you, I know you would like to see the Casey Affleck show movie story. I'll put that out there. You know what? The weirdest thing about that movie is he's not the main character. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the background of the car, not saying anything. You know what, Joel? I think you need to live the dream. I think you need to write this. You need to pitch this. Yes. Get in touch. Because, like, who receives an email being like, hey, we've got a script for you. It's got your name in the title and, and doesn't at least read it. Like, yeah. I think you've got a good chance. It's true. He would read that. Yeah. Being John Malkovich, they wrote and then contacted him and he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's done. I mean, they knew they could have changed it for anyone. They could. They really impressed. But he like, wrote it for me. It was first choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Before it was like being Keanu Reeves, oh, and they just changed it. I love, I love seeing, I love seeing your eyes there, trying to think of what, what, what film actor it's going to be. I was going to, I was going to say John Goodman. Yeah, that's, that would have been. Yeah. And then I possible just before I said it, I thought, is John Goodman a real person? <laughs> He doubted the existence of John Goodman yeah. for a second. Is he alive? Yes. Okay. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. Finn Taylor is my guest. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Maybe we should start. Yeah, um, okay. We should play, uh, um, play Finn Taylor's on, on shuffle. I, I just have to play a oh, song every now and then. Here again. we go. Oh. Rolling Stones. Oh. Oh, old classic for you. Rolling Stones, Gotta Get Away. I think that's the first time we've had Rolling Stones on this show. Oh, great. Yours is the first one to, to throw them up. And I hadn't heard that song before, despite having it. No, you haven't? No. What album is it from? I don't know. For all, talk the, uh, album, for all my talk of album tracks, that's just the one I've got on Spotify. It's just like the big compilation. So. Oh, the massive compilation, yeah. Yeah. So I'm no, not that's, sure. you know, we're well, thinking like that. Rolling Stones is all right, isn't it? Yeah. Cause it's, cause Where do you start? Not, it's not, also, it's not really my music. Yeah, like the good stuff I really like. Yes, but I don't want to. I don't want to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to listen to all the stuff that doesn't make a compilation for that. I just feel obliged to 
because it's work, Have isn't it? It makes you feel like work. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of swimming through dross. But it's not meant to be. No, I know. It's meant to be that you're just enjoying music. No, but M- I guess if you if you like the Rolling Stones yeah. and like you know sixties kind of blues rock, yes, more than I do, then you then you'd love that track. Yeah, yeah. And if you're listening, you're welcome. Yeah, but. You, sh- you should be making yourself listen to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's definitely listen to it. That would be awesome. That's when the compilation is good. Yeah, I think yeah, there's some bands that I definitely would just, I would just get the compilation album, and I will never need anything else again. But sometimes I get, I get into the compilation album so much, I think I would like an album actually, and yeah. then I get that and go, I was right for <laughs> yeah. the first time. Quit while you're ahead. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. I fell for it. Yeah, some like um, Echo and the Bunny Men. Don't, don't. I'm complete. Whenever I listen to an XFM podcast, there's always. Or is that, no, that's Catfish and the Bottle Men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Echo and the Bunny Men are a band from the 80s. Right. From Liverpool. I think Liverpool. And their greatest hits is really all you need, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying that, but like, oh, I'm pretty sure. It's got. Uh, Bill Drummond did that. So the, the, when I've got the greatest hits I've got, Bill Drummond wrote the, um, the uh, inlay for it. About how much he loves that from the bunny man. Bill John is, is one of the KLF who burnt all the money on the island. Do you remember that? No. They, 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 they uh, it's like an art, art collective, and they burnt a million pounds. They got, they got a million pounds and they burnt it. Idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew you would hate this. That's why I told you to. Why? You. <laughs> That's a million pounds. A million pounds. That's set isn't it on that really fire. bad for the economy if you just burn. It's a bad message to put out in general. I mean, you know, there, there are people. Not just a message. Like, doesn't it affect the actual physics of the economics? In like, what? if you just take that much money out of circulation, yeah, then it's really bad. That's why we're in this mess. Yeah, because of the KLF. Fucking dweeby artists burning yeah. money. Yeah. With no consequence. Pricks. Could have donated it. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's the big one. I think that everyone thought straight away. Right, yeah. But then, but then they always say, well, it's, 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 the, it's the thing with those kind of artists, isn't it? When they kind of go, well, you know, art is meant to provoke people and meant to make you think. Uh, so and, yeah, and, and we did it. You've done it. And yeah. you're like, well, yeah, well, you didn't, you know, I could walk into a pub and smack someone's drink out their hand <laughs> and make them think about alcohol, alcohol abuse. <laughs> think about how angry they are that I've been in Bellend. <laughs> and, like, it's not, not art, is it? It's quite easy to provoke people. But also, like, if you just give a charity a million pounds, it makes you think, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good to give, to give stuff to charity, isn't it? Yeah, but if you just burn money, what 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 what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it might make people think. Oh, you should, but I don't, I don't think that anyone necessarily saw that the KLF had burnt all the money on the island and then went, "I'm going to start donating to a charity." Yeah, they probably thought those guys are pricks. And <laughs> they just Who are the KLF are they? A terrorist? Yeah, they sound like it, don't they? Yeah. Now, nowadays, you wouldn't really get away with killing. No, it's just a group of artists. Bill Drummond was one of them. Right. And I went to see him. He did a couple of kind of Dave Gorman-esque shows in early 2000s. Oh, how much money can I burn? Like, yeah, yeah. How yeah. funny is that? Yeah. Well, it's kind of... You've just paid £20 a ticket. I'll just burn it all. Yeah. Prick. <laughs> it's kind of similar things. What were they? They weren't... They didn't really work. They weren't meant to be comedy shows, but it was like that kind of... You know how, obviously, Dave Gorman will do, like, a big challenge... And then yeah. do a whole comedy show about how he's yeah. like met people with his, his name or you know done the Google work thing, like Bill Drummond. So he he found a painting. So it's a painting that he really and he, he buried it. <laughs> I can't remember what he didn't know. He buried this painting and then he cut it up into loads of little pieces. It's really again I think it's a really priceless painting. Right. And then auctions off each little. Is selling each little bit for a pound or something. Oh, it's about how we're all just meaningless <laughs> dots in space, is it? Great. <laughs> Bumbly yeah, stuff like that. Brilliant. Yeah. Whatever, you all a little someone piece. painted that. Yeah, someone painted it. You someone just painted that, and that was really great when it's all together. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, you've cut it up. I, I hate artists. Yeah. I mean, visual artists. Yeah. I like musicians and comedians and actors. I hate yeah. visual art. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't get museums. Turner Price? What? You'd probably go insane walking around there. Yeah, no. Tracy Emin and people like that. Just Google image it. Yeah. The Turner Prize nominees this year, some of it makes you proper go bananas. One of them is just, I think, five chairs with five, like, fur coats draped over them. Oh, just write a sentence what you're trying to say and (laughs) just just, just save me time. Didn't make any of it. Just bought all those individually (laughs) from places, put them in a room and went, there you go. 
<sighs> what do you think about that? I got nominated for the biggest yeah. award. And what was the but what was the message? Or was there yeah. not one? Are we oh, I imagine there is one. I imagine there is a message. But um, the whole point you is it's all about what you think is your interpretation of it. Yeah, look at it and make yeah do do the hard work yourself. Yeah, as the viewer, <laughs> you're the one who's got to decide what it's about. Christ, they couldn't be bothered. Now I think most of the time they they do know what it's about, but it's. I mean, you get told anyway, don't you? Yeah. You get told what it's about. You don't actually go in and make your own mind up. People just get told, and there's a plaque on the wall normally that they put up going, this is meant to make you think the about only, the, like, this. That's the only difference between just walking down like a street that has like where people have put like, a fridge outside the house. Yeah. That's the only difference is that there's a plaque there telling you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, this is what... At the Tate Modern... If you just wrote a sign outside, if you threw a fridge out yeah. and just wrote a sign yeah. saying... You know your name and the date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the date in brackets. Oh, and you get an award. Yep. Well, so someone, one of the pieces of art I saw at the Tate Modern was a mirror, but not even like a nice fancy mirror. It was just a rectangular bit of mirror without a frame or anything. And the plaque next to it was the most pretentious. <laughs> it was like, what when you put yourself in the when you look in the mirror, you become the art and you're making the art yourself and that's the genius of this piece the word genius is what they used yeah. for someone handing a mirror in yeah the genius of the fucking robbery taking your money yeah so the genius of getting the Tate Modern to actually take it seriously do you have to pay for it to get into Tate Modern you don't do you no or but, certain things but you know the Tate Modern surely have, I mean they're the ones who have been duped there yeah there's a, there's a really good documentary about a guy who forged loads of like famous art pieces and donated them to galleries. Didn't sell them, so he didn't make any money. Mm. But he just donated them all, and they all couldn't tell. And they got really an- when they found out that, that he'd done it, great. they got That's so like an angry. Absolute legend. Yeah, I thought, what a legend! Absolute legend. Last time I went to the Tate Modern, uh, the only time I went to the Tate Modern, because yeah. I decided not to go after this, was yeah. uh, you walk into the hall and. Uh, there's just loads of bellends just running around, <laughs> like, trying to, like, hug you and, like, doing, like, an immersive thing. Oh, OK. And I was just, like, pushing them away, and they're like, oh, don't touch the art. I was like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not art. It's assault. Yeah, yeah. you're running up to people. It's it was entrapment it? to get me convicted of assault. Yeah, it's the part of the thing was running up to you and trying to hug you. It was going that around was people and, like, <laughs> dancing, and, like, they were, then they'd all stop. Yeah. Like, looking at you. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you su- you're supposed to suppress the instincts and tell them to fuck off. But right. I couldn't be arsed. Surely you're not supposed to do that, though, because like, surely <sighs> the only expectation should be do. on them if they're doing that. Like, you... If you do tell them to fuck off, that becomes part of the art. Part of the art. And they have to, yeah. they have to deal with that and go see what it's that says about art. us all. It's not art. It's just people in a... Yeah. There's, like... You can just exist without having to be a point. Yep. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, or if but also if you are going to make a point with art and stuff like that, I think it's quite good to not. I mean, to do it in a, in a way that is properly like other people couldn't have done it. Yeah, it's part of the thing. I think Tracy Evans was being interviewed, and someone said, and I like Tracy Evans. I, I, I like her. I like her writing a lot more than her art. I like, I like what she writes about and how frank she is with how she writes about stuff. But someone was criticising the unmade bed that she did. Right. Uh, no, the famous that. one yeah. and said well I could have done that and she went but you didn't yeah. and that was her answer was like well you didn't and I'm the one who thought of it and you didn't think of it and on the one hand that is a sound point because you're like yeah you did think of that and you did but, <laughs> but also on the other hand kind of go well I didn't think of it but maybe because it would have seemed like if that thought occurred to me and no one had done that <laughs> yeah, there's no one had done it and no I, thought, it. I thought I thought I was going to hand in my unmade bed and I'll do that I would then think to myself, no, mate, you cannot rip people off like that. You've got a responsibility yeah. as someone who is it. You've got to actually put the work in and be creative here. You the can't reason, just hand in your the bed. The reason no one's made that point is because there's not a point to be made. <laughs> it's just an unmade bed. Yeah. And I know that she's, if she's listening to this, she'd probably think, that's exactly <laughs> what I want to think. Well, yeah. then you can't win. If you're just trying to get people, to, if you're just trying to annoy people, you've, yeah, you've done it. Brilliant. Yeah. Well what are you done. trying to do? Is that just, uh, that's what I think that, I think artists, visual artists, are like, Flies, and they're just there, yeah. just, just just to piss you off. And, then, and the best way to uh, what you're supposed to do, I feel like, what you're yeah. supposed to do is rise above your frustrations and just yeah. go, oh. and then that annoys them. And if you actually go, what fuck, what's the fucking point? What are you doing? Yeah. Then they are like, ha, got you. That's what the <laughs> point is. That's what I'm trying to do. I did it. I'm trying to piss people off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or is it just me that things like that? I think part of it is that. Part of it is that they're trying to. Also, they've got nothing... I mean, I think as comics, 
we get frustrated more because they've got no real immediate response to answer to so they're kind of they can just hand it yeah. <laughs> you know, that's my thing today yeah uh, so my, my thing that i've had in is an ashtray that i found <laughs> and that's that's what everyone's got to look at and i'm going to say it's art and then people can walk past and go that's fucking shit or people can walk past and yeah. be pretentious about it and they're at home yeah just they're at burning home money like a prick. doing whatever they want whereas we've got to get in front of yeah <laughs> moves for the people do our stuff and if we haven't put enough work and effort into it we get our asses added to us <laughs> yeah so, and, uh, but there is the, there is the tipping point sometimes where like i guess if no no do you know what even if comedians do stuff that is a bit pretentious there still has to be some substance there you yeah. still can't just do nothing yeah the only person who has done that but then it's good is i won't say his name because it actually it's supposed to be a secret who it is but the person who does the uh, gorilla in a rocking chair yes. in a room yeah but then that is great yeah and normally he does that on the free and it's a free entry gig and there's one and there's the point is that there's one of that and the reason it's good yes. is because it's it's to mark out the difference between yeah. the norm whereas yeah. if the norm was that yes i'd i'd uh, i'd kill myself yeah if everyone was doing that yeah if that be, was oh, the thing yeah but just go and see a show that is the person does nothing yeah and it's on the audience to then misbehave and make an event out of it yeah that's great that's good fun. it's a one-off thing yeah and don't charge people for it <laughs> yeah as well so i think we've dealt with art so there you go art can go fuck itself uh, <laughs> let's see what the next song on my uh my ipod is it's the mountain goats we got in your car and we hit the highway eastern sun was rising over the mountains we were safe and our new son cried. The Mountain Goats. That's another day trotter session. So if you if you like that one and dinosaur feathers, and you know, then you should, you should just get get yourself on day trotter. Although you know, be careful because I, I accidentally signed up for. I paid double basically than I was meant to because I, I thought I hadn't signed up for it and I had. So, and I and I, and I, I wrote to them saying, "Excuse me, it's been a problem. Can you cancel this?" And they never did. So. It wasn't much money, but it was it was enough to annoy me. Stingy old Acaster. I'm not quite a sting.e It's <laughs> quite disgruntled by it, but I don't know where the mountain goats are from. I can never really, but they're they're very good. The mountain goats. The mountain goats. Their album Sunset Tree is really good. Very good album. Sounds a bit. All oh, sounds a bit twee. Uh, yeah, that song is. Yeah, that song. I would say that. I mean, I, I wouldn't really choose that song if I was trying. To, I, I'd play the Sunset Tree to anyone. And okay. what's good about that is that it threatens to be twee and doesn't fall into it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm like so they Fleet, really Fleet Foxes. I like because yeah. there's quite some of the melodies are quite sort of haunting. Right. Yes. And but it is it is it is quite kind of sort of whimsical and yeah on a, on a hillside. <laughs> yeah. Shaving the. Rats. I did rats. not finish that metaphor in my head before yeah. I started speaking. Um, it, I mean, really, sleep foxes don't do any shaving, really, do they? Or? No, I guess not. No, I didn't mean of themselves. I meant just sort of shaving a rat well, and then letting it rat. go about its day. Yeah. Shaving know. a rat with, like, probably a razor that they sharpened on a belt. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We're back on track with yeah. the same image. Yeah. 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 Sharpening, a razor, sharpening a razor on a belt to yeah. shave a rat. Shave a rat. And to then. Free it. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. 